Hello everyone, my name is Sierra, and I am making a podcast for anyone that is struggling with addiction, or anyone that has overcome addiction, or anyone that just wants to hear it. So basically, I am a year clean, and I know that may not seem like a very long time, but I have accomplished a lot in the last year. And with that being said, I want to touch base on all the thoughts and all the emotions that you will go through throughout trying to rebuild your life after losing it. So I was a really bad heroin addict. Um, Where do I begin? Let's see. I was married. I got married at an extremely young age to a much older man. And um, I lost my mom when I was 17. I uh, happened to find her, and she was in the hospital at the time, and they tried to bring her back three times in front of me. The first time they brought her back, they said that she wasn't stable. The second time they brought her back, they said that she was stable. They animated her. They said she was going to be fine. And after a couple minutes, after stabilizing her, she uh, went into a cardiac arrest again, and... They worked on her for over an hour trying to get her back and could not. Um, She had put herself into a drug-induced cardiac arrest um, by putting her prescription pills up her IV pick line. So, um, with going through that traumatic experience, um, I somehow resorted to drugs. It wasn't immediately. It did take time. um, And it also didn't help that I had influence from my brother and I had influence from people in my, you know, friends group and whatnot. And the one thing that I can say is that throughout my addiction, I really learned who I wanted to be in life, um, what I wanted to do with my life. I know that I didn't want to continue on that destructive path. I knew that if I did, I would be dead. And I didn't want to be dead, despite all thoughts that, you know, if you're putting drugs in your body and, you know, you're overdosing and having seizures and just doing stupid, stupid things, then you might want to be dead. But no, that wasn't the case for me. So I just want everyone to know there's more to life than being stuck in that phase. And I want everyone else to know that people that were stuck in that rut or are stuck in that rut right now doesn't make them bad people. It doesn't make them people that are less worthy of a good life or to be loved or to eventually have children or be married or to just have what a lot of people would consider the American dream. And in spite of all of that, I'm really happy with where I am today. Um, I've been clean a year now, and that's a huge milestone for me. Um, A lot of times when I would try and get clean in the past, it wouldn't last no more than couple days up to a couple months um but this time this time was different um 
even though in the past I had had severe heart infections and severe lung infections and severe blood infections and you know I was on my deathbed numerous times I had died numerous times that didn't that didn't scare me enough um but once I reached a point that I was actually tired of that lifestyle I was able to get its grips off me um I was able to realize that I don't have to live like this and I'm choosing to live like this and as long as I made better choices I would have a better life and I did um and it didn't start like oh I'm just gonna get clean and I'm gonna do it no I got really sick again and this time I had a flesh eating bacteria in my bloodstream that was causing a very 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 terrible pain in my left arm and I went to the hospital for it and when I went to the hospital they informed me you know of what I had and told me that I could lose my arm and you know like I previously stated even though I had heart infections and lung infections and other blood infections that didn't faze me because I couldn't actually see the damage it was doing um, but with this I could I physically seen what was happening to my arm in a very short amount of time and I was in the hospital and they told me they said you know um, you you need to have surgery and if you don't get it pretty much right now then you could lose your arm overnight and I had the option of waiting until the next day and going under general anesthetics and, you know, essentially not feeling anything or knowing anything. Or I had the other option of getting hundreds of little pricks in my arm to numb it, which hurts, and doing bedside surgery essentially and doing it right there on the spot and I believe I made the right decision I chose to do it right then on the spot with no pain medication and to just do it get it done with and I did and then after I did they ended up having to cut open and drain my arm of the infection um, that had built up in there from the flesh-eating bacteria and I did all that with no pain medication because at the hospital they wouldn't allow you to have pain medication if they knew you were um, an addict of any sort. So I had to do wound dressing and I had to pack my own wound and I had to unpack it. I didn't have to, but I chose to because I didn't want some other nurse hurting me. Nurses are typically very rude and you know unsympathetic to you if you're in the hospital and you are a drug user of any sort as well so I decided that okay I'm gonna do it myself you know I don't want them poking inside my my hurt arm and shoving something in it and making it hurt worse I know what I can deal with on pain and I know that 
I put myself in this position, so I'm going to take care of it on my own. So I got doctor's orders to be able to allow me to do that on my own. Um, I never let a nurse do it one time. I was in the hospital for about three weeks this time, which is a shorter stay compared to my others. And during that time, it really hit me hard. Like, like I said, I was a heroin addict, and I was also currently at the time smoking crack. So I decided that day, whenever they knew I was an addict, because I was very forthcoming with that information, they offered me um, withdrawal medication. And I told them, no, I don't want it. I want to do this the right way. I know that, you know, withdrawal medication is still an opiate and I don't want it. So I'm just going to do it. And I just did it. And, you know, to this day, I haven't touched a drug. I haven't touched a needle. Um, I've been around them. And this is how I know it's different because I oftentimes would justify my drug use with, oh, well, there's a clean needle and oh, well, there's free drugs. And I would get sucked back into it. I would allow myself to, but this time it was different. I said no, I was around it and I immediately got sick to my stomach and I felt bad for the people that were using it and I would pray for them and I would lecture them on how much bacteria could be in the air just from, you know, the the needle to the skin. Like, they have no idea what they're truly doing to themselves. And that's how I knew it was different, was being around drugs and needles numerous times and not even being slightly tempted to want to use it. Ever since then, I don't feel better than anybody. I just feel like I'm a better me. I feel like today I'm living a better life for myself. Um, I moved from Florida to California, and within three days of being in California, I got a job, um, job offer, shall I say. I didn't take that job because I ended up getting a better job about a week later, and it's a union job with benefits, and paid holidays and vacation and sick days and provides insurance and 401k plan and for someone like me that's exactly what I needed um, I needed some stability in my life I was tired of living off of men to make ends meet or to have a roof over my head I just wanted to provide for myself and I really didn't know how to because like I said I got married at an extremely young age I got married at 16 to a uh, 30 year old not one of my greatest accomplishments trust me I already know what you're thinking but I ended up turning everything around to you know the worst situation I could have ever been in to now getting better each and every day like <clears throat> excuse me there is so much more to life once you are out of that path like when you're able to wake up and just lay in bed and think about life as it is and as you want it to be and you don't have to wake up sweating or have diarrhea or going to be throwing up or chills but you're sweating and migraines and seizures for me at least and 
when when you don't wake up like that anymore you have such an appreciation for life like to know where you came from to know where you are it is such a wonderful feeling and it does nothing but give you the energy and the the what's the word it pretty much just gives you the energy that you need to continue doing what you're doing for all the right reasons there's not one day that goes by that I'm like damn I wish I was still on drugs no absolutely not every day that goes by and I encounter people that are using or are on the streets because of that like I think to myself I'm so glad I'm not in that situation anymore do I think I'm better than them absolutely not am I glad to not be in that situation anymore most definitely I just feel like I wish I could help everybody but you can't and I know that best because so many people have tried to help me and I didn't listen I I can't let people help me I have to be the one to help myself and when I was ready I did that all on my own I didn't need anybody I didn't I didn't want anybody I was tired of always being a failure at it I was tired of being on the streets I was tired of selling my body for quick money for drugs I was tired of being abused by people um, I was tired of having guns held to me, knives held to me. I was tired of the lifestyle completely. And I was tired of all my stuff being stolen. I was tired of being homeless. I was, I was tired of life, of the life that I had chose for myself. And like I said, it's a wonderful, wonderful feeling to know that I did this that something I thought was completely impossible at this point I did it I made it happen like I never thought I'd be able to think about myself in a positive way because of all the really bad choices I had made but that's wrong your past doesn't define you and it doesn't have to you don't have to keep letting your past make you feel a way in which you choose behaviors that are only going to make you feel worse about yourself. The second you start making better choices for yourself and decide, oh, well, I don't want that kind of negativity. I don't want that kind of energy. I don't want that kind of vibe in my life anymore. You will be able to start seeing that there is so much more than putting yourself down. Whether it's physically, whether it's emotionally or mentally, it doesn't matter. You just need to tell yourself that you're worth so much more than what you're giving yourself. And hopefully, eventually, you'll be able to believe it. I know that it was really hard for me to believe it, especially through early on in my 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 end of addiction. Um, but I chose to not look at myself in that light anymore but the biggest thing is never forget where you were at because if you forget where you were at you're gonna forget what it is that brought you out of that addiction um do I think that oh you know none of that's ever happened absolutely not I live with that fact every day in many ways but do I also think that 
I am made of more than my yesterdays, oh most definitely, and I'm going to become better and stronger and make even wiser decisions, all just based on that one decision, and it feels great, it feels great to know that, you know, I'm getting my friends back that disowned me because of my choices, they were tired of seeing me dead in a hospital all of the time. Um, I'm really happy to know that I'm able to spend time with my nieces without my sister essentially judging me for what might happen to her children while they're with me. Will they find a dirty needle? Will they find drugs? You know, um, that sort of thing. For the first time recently, I, um, got to have my oldest niece spend the night with me at my house and... It was lovely. We had s'mores, we cooked dinner, we went to the pool, and we watched Riverdale all night, and it was such a great feeling to know that my sister had actually begun to trust me again to where she would leave her daughter with me all night. And she didn't call and check on her a hundred times, even though I called her and was telling her the 411 on everything going on and sending pictures and just letting her know she's safe and she's fine but it felt like such an accomplishment to be able to have that privilege again um it also has showed my brother who is actually currently in prison that it's possible and it's not it doesn't have to just be possible because you go to prison or because you're in jail or because you don't have the money because I have the money to go do drugs right now would I do it absolutely not is it worth it absolutely not but I believe that I've showed my brother who's eight years my senior that look there there is a way to recover from this do you ever fully recover from the damage it's done to you mentally or physically? No. But you recover in such a way to where you can provide so much knowledge and insight on what not to do, essentially. <clears throat> and I'm actually in a position to help my brother now realize these things before it's too late for him, hopefully. And... I just know that with every day that I continue to make the right choice, I will be rewarded for it. And it doesn't mean a monetary value reward, no. It means a self-satisfying reward. And I think I'm going to start documenting um, once a week just my life, like, the things that I go through and the things that I've gone through and if anyone ever needs a question that they want to touch base on or they have any questions on anything at all that I can possibly provide an answer for please feel free to reach out to me um, this is a judge-free zone I don't judge I don't care what your circumstances are I've heard the most bizarre stories before without it even phasing me. So 
with that being said, please don't hesitate. Like, for all you know, I could end up saving your life if you're in a really suicidal position because you're tired of the life you're living or whatever the case may be. Just please trust me and please reach out. It doesn't even have to be to me. Reach out to whoever you want, but reach out and try and get help for whatever it is you're going through. And I want to wish everybody a lovely day and I will talk to y'all next week. Bye. Thanks for listening.